trying to convince you and I'm not trying to um, pull you out of anything but I'm simply making you to think deeply and to think more deeply if God is worthy to be praised or if God alone if it's God alone that is worthy to be praised or someone else and this is why I've been talking to you about the title life without God is meaningless life without God is meaningless Good morning to you, good afternoon to you, good night, wherever, whatever time it may be. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you for um, subscribing. My name is Gabriel Adebayo, and you are listening to uh, You Are Not Alone. That's my podcast title. <laughs> Look, the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 16 declare the uncomparable power of God. If God can make the world out of nothing, then he can turn the world to nothing. Remember what he says there. Because, <laughs> listen, sometimes we think we're doing God a favor. The services of the church can make no addition to him, nor do they bear any proportion to his infinite perfection. He says, Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, not not the wood of it to be for the fuel of the altar though it be so well stocked with cedars not the beast of it (laughs) to be for sacrifice though it be so well stocked with cattle in that Isaiah 40 verse 16 you will understand whatever we honor God with it falls infinitely short of the merit of his perfection, for he is exalted for above all blessing and praise, all bought on prince and sacrifices. Far exalted above all that. Now, I want to share something with you um, in this series of Life Without God. The book of Judges, chapter 2, verses 10 15 says, And also, all that generation were gathered unto their fathers, and there arose another generation, and there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Pilium. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were around about them and bore themselves unto them and provoked the Lord to anger and they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtoreth and the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel and he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them and he sold them into the hands of the enemies round about so that they could not any longer stand before the enemies Whithersoever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord has said, and as the Lord had sworn unto them, and they were greatly distressed. Now, this is from the book of Judges, chapter 2, verses 10 to 15. Understand this very fact, and you can you can be sure this is connected. This is this is truly happening now. This generation do not know God. This generation, this new generation, do not know God at all. 
The Bible says unto us in that verse 10, and, our, and also all that generation were gathered unto their fathers, meaning that one generation died. And there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet works which he had done for Israel. They don't know God. Neither did those today see the work that, that, that God had done for Israel. They, they have no clue. They have no knowledge. They don't want to know. And they don't care to know. And because of this, they do whatever they think they know in the sight of God. Now, what is so interesting, what is so interesting in this is that it's not because they, don't, they have not heard about God. It's not because of that. They've heard about God. I'm sure they've heard about God. I'm sure they, they've heard so many things about God. The Bible says here that the people of Israel forsook the God of Israel and gave that worship and honor to the dungeon deities of the Canaanites, which was due to him alone. Be astonished, O heaven, at this, and wonder, O earth, had a nation such a nation so well fed, so well thought, changed its God. Such a God, a God of infinite power, unspotted purity, inexhaustible goodness, and so very jealous of a competitor for stocks and stones, for stocks and stones that could do neither good nor evil. This was what Jeremiah said to them in the book of Jeremiah chapter 2 verses 11 to 12. This generation do not know God. This generation do not want God. This generation have not even seen or probably forgotten the good things that God had done. They have they have no recollection, no knowledge of greatness of God in them. So it, it makes you wonder, was it because they were not told? Was it because they were not told? Or was it just simply because they forgot what they were told? The Bible says here that the generation that arose do not know God, do not know God, have no recollection of the greatness of God, have no recollection of the goodness of God. They don't know God, period. They don't know God. And what Jeremiah said here in the book of Jeremiah chapter 2, verses 11 to 12, the people of Israel forsook the God of Israel and gave that worship and honor to the dunghill deities of the Canaanites, which was due to him alone. Remember the Bible says here in this book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 10. When the Bible says in verse 11, and the reason why they did what is in verse 11 was because they don't know God. And that's people that do not know God will always do evil in the sight of God. And, and the Bible says in verse 12, which is where I want your direction to go. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were around about them and bore themselves unto them and provoked the Lord to anger. So they were copying, they were actually copying, they were believing in the gods of people around them. Like this nation, like this, like this generation now. This generation believed that I don't have to go to church to 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 worship God. I don't have to read my Bible to know about God. And they will tell you, I'm praying, I'm praying to God, I'm praying to God. You don't have to argue with people like that anymore because life will teach them a lesson that they will not be able to get out of except they know God. And the same thing is happening here. This has been something, this is not something new. The children of Israel, the new generation of the children of Israel, completely, listen to this, forget about God. They turn 
their mind away from God. And that's what Jeremiah chapter 2 verses 11 to 12 um, um, confirmed here. Never was there such an instance of folly, ingratitude, and perfidiousness. I want you to pay attention to how the writer of the book of Judges described in that verse 11, how he described what he described here. He said in general, they did evil. Nothing could be more evil. Evil does not have a grade. Evil is evil. Anything that is not godly is evil. The, pre- the absence of God is, is what brings evil. The presence of God is what brings godly. So here we see that that these people here, this, this the generation, they forsook the Lord. They forsook the Lord. It is clear here that more provoking to God in what they do, no more prejudicial to themselves. And it was in the sight of the Lord, all he was before him. Nothing is hidden before God, we know that. But he takes special notice of the sins of not having another God in particular. That is what will anger God. That will turn God completely fury and angry. When you leave God who has been your God to another God, that is that is one thing. The Bible says they forsook the Lord, Judges chapter 2, chapter 2. Verses 12 to 13. This was one of the two great evils they were guilty of. They were guilty of that. Jeremiah 2.13. They had, they had been joined to the Lord in the covenant. But now they forsook him as a wife treacherously depart from her husband. They forsook the worship of the Lord. So the Chaldees, the Chaldees, for those that forsake the worship of God, do in effect forsake God himself. It aggravated these that he was the God of their fathers so that they were born in his house and therefore bound to serve him and that he brought them out of that land of Egypt. He loosed their bonds and upon that account also they were obliged to serve him. The moment you forsake God, I wonder what is next for you. And this is what this, this generation in Egypt have forsaken. They, they, they have no clue of what this is. And because they are forsaking the Lord, everything around them, everything around them is turning upside down. Now you will understand why life without God is useless and meaningless. Many a time we think we can handle things on our own and the truth and the reality of that is that none we cannot. We cannot. We cannot. It is only God that sees the end before it begins, and it is only God also that will fix things that seems unfixable. I dare you to trust in this God that I'm talking about, this creator of heaven and earth, the one who says come and it comes, and the one who says goes and it goes, the one who opens a door that no man can shut, and the one who shut a door no one can open, the one who lifts up one from the dungeon and make him sit with the prince and the princess. That's the one that I'm talking about. God of I am, that I am, the great God. Did you know him? Let us pray, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we are grateful and we are thankful for this word. We pray, therefore, Lord God, that you will draw our heart more to you and you will turn our heart away from evil. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you for listening and I want to thank you also for sharing. Remember, life without God is useless and meaningless. God bless you.